0: In a world where most podcasts sound the same. Ladies and gentlemen, here is... End stuff.
1: Really? Come on!
0: So, hello everybody out there. Uh, this is Don from Ann Stuff. I have today a very, very special guest and an extremely talented member of the Queen tribute
1: band called Queen Nation. His name is Mike McManus. So
0: how you doing, Mike?
1: I am doing excellent. When you said extremely tough, I thought you were gonna like mention one of the other guys in the
0: band. Or <laughs> 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 oh, that's a good one. But no, actually, um, I really want to thank you for taking some valuable time from your busy schedule to talk to me and the listeners and followers of Ann's stuff. Um, so you were telling me that you're getting back off the road and um, getting your life, your home life, back in order for a second, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, uh, let's, let's see, we we left for Atlanta last uh, Thursday, uh, we did a show in Atlanta on Friday, and uh, Saturday morning we flew to Houston, did a, uh, a show in Houston on uh, Saturday, and it was hotter than hell there, oh my god, it was... Uh, we did. It was outside in a uh, amphitheater, and I, by the time we went on, it was probably about 8:30. It was like 90 degrees and like 90% humidity. Yes. So like my guitar was all like gooey. And as uh, as anybody uh, you know who you know, any of your listeners from uh, some of the the southern states know, you just cannot get dry. So yep. I uh, I I got home last night and took all my sweaty clothes, threw them in the wash. So I'm I'm in the middle of uh, folding all my my newly clean laundry so I can pack it back up and we can head to Michigan on Thursday.
0: Oh, very cool. Um,
1: So this is the domestic side of Clean Nation.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is Clean Nation now, huh?
1: Yeah, exactly. Ooh, I like the way you think, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I did some research. Clean Underwear Nation. Yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) I did a little bit of research on you. guys first of all. Um, I want to tell everybody that I met Mike and Greg and, and Pete and Parker at uh, in Palmdale um, at the Queen Nation um, gig that they did out here. Um, and, oh, at the amphitheater. Yes. Yeah. Over at Marie Kerr.
1: Yo, they all love that place.
0: Yep. And then you, um, you guys did it like uh, you said. Um, you guys did it like a kind of like a little promo for us. Um, oh, I
1: remember that.
0: Yeah, I remember that. that was awesome. We, that made our 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 year. Oh,
1: cool! But that
0: was really really cool. We we boast about it constantly.
1: Three yeah. and stop with Donnie Mike. Mike. Yeah, Now. Yeah. Um, so oh, you, just give us a reason to be goofy, man. Oh, that's goofy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, you guys are the longest running Queen tribute band and most authentic, all the way down to the cost- costumes that you wear.
1: I will. Yeah, you know, you know at, at, at the end of the day, we're all huge Queen fans. So, A, it, it just never gets old for us. And, and B, we just love playing the music. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you do it well.
1: Well, thank you. You know, you do anything for 18 years, you're going to be okay at it. Well,
0: I'll tell you, when I first saw you guys now i've been a queen fan since i was a little kid and so um, you just happened to be portraying the governor my favorite member of the band anyways brian may yeah and so when when i first uh when the wife gave me tickets oh we're gonna go see queen nation i'm like eh. <laughs> so but then when i got there you know you guys already i already had, had a chip on my shoulder Thinking, Eric. oh, they're just going to be a rip-off. You guys, I could not believe the sound that came out of you guys. You you totally turned me around. Um, but Of course, when I saw you, you're a left-handed Red yeah. Special player. Yeah. So I was like, oh, here we go. But I'm telling you, dude, you really, uh, I not only am I a, a Queen fan, but I'm a Queen Nation fan.
1: Well, we appreciate that. It's very nice of you to say. You know, I mean uh, Brian May is the reason I, I play guitar and make music, and uh, he's just been such an, an influence, me, uh, influence on me since, uh, you know, I started, like, playing guitar and everything that, you know, I, I don't want to do him injustice, right? you know, and so I I, I, I did the, the homework on the Red Special and, you know, how to get the, the tones out of the guitar and the amp and everything else, and, uh, uh, you know, I as much as we like playing for like you know the, the casual queen fans and like the ginormous crowds and stuff like that when somebody like you uh you know says hey you know great job i i, I came expecting you guys to suck but i was you know pleasantly surprised that's really the the, the the people that i'm playing for because i would do the same thing i would be just the guy standing in the back going okay queen tribute let's let's see this is this should be a horror show <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah. So you're yep. the guy I'm playing for.
0: Yep. Well, I appreciate it and keep doing what you're doing cuz you're doing Thanks, awesome. Man, you. Um so um that was uh, one of my questions was how you got into playing the guitar and who your inspirations and gu- guitar heroes. So obviously Brian was one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the way I, I discovered Queen was, uh, uh, was was through my dad. You know, My dad's only like, well, I'm, unfortunately we lost him a, a year ago. Oh, but sorry. He uh, he was only uh, 21 years older than me. And I remember you know, I, I grew up in the, the Boston suburbs. So I remember uh, one day, I think I was probably like in fifth grade or something like that, but, uh, maybe sixth grade. And uh, my dad, I was upstairs doing my homework. My dad pulled him in the, the, the driveway. He's like, Michael. Get down here, get in the car. So I thought I was in, in trouble.
0: So I love the I Boston accent get, too, by the way. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I, I get in the car, and he goes, and <laughs> he turns up the radio, and he goes, listen to these guitars and these harmonies, and it was Killer Queen. Oh yeah. And so my mind was just blown when I heard that. And then about a year later, um, or six months later, something like that, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody came on the radio, and my dad and I heard, you know, the guitars and the harmonies. And uh, we, we said, oh, it sounds like those guys in Queen that did the Killer Queen song. So we went out to the local, you know, record shop and bought a night at the opera, brought it home, and the two of us just sat there and listened to it from beginning to end and, you know, had this cool father-son musical bonding moment. Wow. And Yeah, yeah, so.
0: Now, I'm originally uh, from Connecticut, so. Oh,
1: all right, fellow New Englander.
0: Yes, sir. So my dad actually turned me on to Queen as well by Bicycle Race and uh Fat Bottom Girls. He came came home with the 45s and said you got to listen to this. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah, so we we have similar similar stories. That's cool. Sure, sure, sure. Um so okay, so you did say that you did a lot of research on the Red Special and how to get it and you know in phase out of phase all that kind of stuff.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: So yeah. how long did it teach you to perfect that?
1: Um, Not too long, you know, fortunately. You know, I mean, I had, uh, um, it, 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 there's, you know, certain, uh, like, pickup selections and everything, and he's, it, it probably took me a couple of rehearsals to get it down, and just a matter of, like, knowing, when the, the the pickup selections are coming and be able to like you know switch them around you right. know quickly, right. but uh, yeah, it it honestly didn't take me uh, very long.
0: So he changed. You know, he, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, no, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, you know, um, especially kids, it's so much fun. Right. You know, I, I, we never look at, at this as, as a chore. You know, it, it, it's never work. It's, it's an occupation, but you know, I, I, the, the work is the is the you know getting up at five in the morning to catch a you, you know. 7 o'clock flight it's all the grindy travel or you know when we got to atlanta the other day we had to wait two hours in line for the car rental stuff so oh. that's what we get paid for you know the the going on stage and playing queen music you know we do that for free oh yeah <laughs> but we don't yeah
0: yeah i don't blame you i don't blame you because that stuff is hard playing so did you start out with like what DeMarzio uh pickups and all that stuff and
1: what he used to you have on his... the,
0: in,
1: you mean in the red special right? No, that's all uh, uh, Burns Trisonics pickups. Oh, okay. That's all, uh, it, it, it's pretty much, it. the, the, the guitar that I have is a Burns, uh, you know, Ryan Red Special replica, and it pretty much is pretty uh, close to what he played. Right. Um, you know, you're right down to the pickups and, you know, the, 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 the weight of the guitar and the, you know, number of frets and pickups and everything else. So, uh, I don't really have to do too much to it. Do you play with the coin? No way! So that, <laughs> <laughs> that thing is—I tried, and it's—it's it, so tiny and it's so hard and rigid that I feel I'd just be like breaking strings. So no, we I, we actually have a Queen Nation picks that we use, and that way we can throw them out to people. You know, unfortunately, if you are playing with the, uh, you know, uh, uh, what would you called with the sixpence. Yep. You can't really throw those at people. Yeah,
0: and bing them off the head and stuff. <laughs> Plus, they're, they don't make them anymore, so. You,
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I guess the closest thing would be like a dime. Yeah. It's got that serrated edge and it's real small, but no. Yep. So uh, queen edge pickups.
0: Yeah, there you I go. Mean, queen Nation picks. Yeah. Picks. So, uh, uh, when did you guys start?
1: Uh, Two thousand four. Okay. And so uh, next. On, on June 19th, uh, that is will be the anniversary of our very, very first show. Oh, cool. Yeah, back in 2004, yeah.
0: And have you had any lineup changes since since you guys started?
1: Uh, just one. We had a different lead singer when we first started out, and then uh, Gregory joined us. So he, he had been, uh, you know, Gregory was, uh, is from New Orleans, Louisiana, and uh, he had been, like, flying out to, to do, you know, to, to sub out for our uh, original singer you know probably since like 2009 so he had been doing it for like a year and then our singer was just kind of like yeah you know i'm kind of over it and uh gregory moved out here to, to california and it's been uh it's been a the four-year bromance or uh the, i guess what now the, almost pretty much a 10-year bromance ever since
0: yeah he's very good he's he's got the mannerisms down too you, oh, you all yeah. of you guys are f- Friggin' awesome man. Um, yeah, and, go ahead. And again,
1: he's a giant Queen fan too, so you know, uh, uh, you know, would never want to do Freddie uh injustice. Right.
0: And he, and Greg has like all kinds of um like a huge array of vocal taste that he has. I I noticed from doing research. He loves just about, you know, like a lot of operatic uh voices and a lot of deep, you know, good voices. So he's got he's got quite a few uh um great things that he's worked that he's studied and and likes which is really cool too so he's not just a oh, guy yeah, out there yeah. throwing it around
1: and you know And he's a hell of a chef. Oh, is he? Oh yeah, he actually graduated from like uh, Le Cordon Bleu oh. and uh yeah that guy can cook up the storm so when uh you know sometimes like we we I uh, was it in in March we did a uh, like a, a week in uh, Arizona and what we did is we rented an Airbnb mm-hmm. and then we would just kind of like zip out to wherever we were playing you know during the day and then at night we just come back to our Airbnb but he was always uh and he had the grill all fired up and he was he was cooking every night Oh very cool Yeah
0: So um uh, what was the very first Queen song you guys ever played together?
1: Um, w- with Gregory, or just in general? Just in general. In general, um, it, 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 that's actually a, a good question. We, um, when Queen Nation first got together, uh, well, you know, the, the, the four of us, and we decided, okay, we're gonna try doing this. We figured, okay, well, we're not gonna learn like a bunch of Queen songs and then get together and if, if it sucks you know <laughs> we, we figured we just learned like three songs okay we learned i think it was uh Your Mother down stone cold crazy and maybe like another one bites the dust or something like that wow and we got together and we said all right well you know this sucks no harm no foul you know nice meeting all you guys and you know see you down the road so we launched into uh tire mother down and it was it was magical, right then. I mean, that we looked at each other, like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> now let's try "Stone Cold Crazy," and we tried that. We're like, "Okay, we're we're onto something good." So, Jeff, uh, as, as a long-winded uh, answer to your question, I think it was probably "Tiger Mother Down." Yeah,
0: which is a, a kick-ass song and and uh, just amazing. Um, now, how long how long do your shows last?
1: Uh, it depends what the what the venue is is, is uh, asking for. Like, oh. um, our normal show, like, if, if it's like, you know, you guys can play whatever you want, it's, it's probably about an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, right around there. Um, like like an average, you know, concert. I mean, most places that we play, they, they usually try to keep it at 90 minutes. Um, and even, like, when you play, like, a, a free concert in the park or something like that, they kind of want all, like, the big queen hits. So you can't really... You know do too many b-sides or anything like that so we'll just do we have like our what we call our 90 minute soccer mom set <laughs> which is you got to know all the the big hits and you know we'll throw in some some maybe uh, some dancey stuff that that uh not everybody knows but it's still fun and uh then when we have like carte blanche and we'll do whatever like we'll do three nights at the coach house down at uh san juan capistrano mm-hmm. and you know we'll You know, we'll we'll play uh, you know most of the big hits, but then we'll probably play like a half hour worth of B sides. Oh, cool! Because yeah, we know the people that are coming to that show, and and we're the the first band in the history of the Coach House to sell out three consecutive nights at the Coach House. So if you know. There's some serious Queen fans down there. Then you know we're gonna we're gonna play some stuff that that the diehards want to hear.
0: Oh, good! I'm gonna actually look for that one and, and head on down to that one because, I mean, I love all the stuff that you guys play um, when yeah. you were at Palmdale and and down in the valley. But to yeah. hear the other ones would be nice uh, as well. And I know oh, up in Palmdale, yeah. it's. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, just play Another One Bites the Dust and play Bohemian Rhapsody and all that stuff, and they're content yeah, with that. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many so, shows where, do you... Where... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't mean uh, to okay. stamp where, over where you.
1: you. Where do
0: you live? I live in Palmdale. Oh, Oh. okay. Okay. So how many shows do you usually do on average a year?
1: Uh, per year? Yeah. Uh, Well, right now, we're at about 117. Oh, wow. And we're probably going to keep it right around there because we, uh, in in 2019, we did 144, and it it pretty much almost killed us Mm. (laughs) physically. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, yeah, anywhere between, like, 110 and 120 is, is like, a good good year for us. Um, Even, you know, even with COVID back in 2020, Was the day the music died? It was like the the last Saturday before they shut everything down, mm-hmm. and before that we, at at March 15th, we had probably completed about 30 shows mm-hmm. for the year, and then everything got kind of shut down, at least for us, for um for about three months, and then we started doing some of those um, driving concerts, mm-hmm. you know, where people pull their cars up and, and everything, and yeah, so even in, in 2020, I mean, we still ended the year with about 30 shows. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I'm sorry, We uh, with 60 shows. We did 30 uh, before uh, everything closed down and then another 30 uh, for the rest of the year. So, yeah, we ended with 60 shows.
0: Now, do you guys go overseas?
1: Uh, we have. Uh, uh, we went to the – it was actually the only time we did, but we uh, went to the Philippines. uh I think it was at the very beginning of uh, 2019.
0: Oh, okay. And yeah. that's that's hot and miserable over there, too.
1: Sure was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, we go on the seas, too. We do this uh, cruise every February. We call it the 70s Rock and Romance Cruise. And it's, uh, it's, it's just like a bunch of 70s bands. Like, this year we went. Uh, it was us. And it was um, uh, Foreigner was on there. Air Supply was on there, uh, Little River Band, and then uh, two years ago when we did it, um, it was Don Felder from the Eagles, mm-hmm. uh, Todd Rundgren, the uh, Cheap Trick. Oh, wow. So We go overseas and on the overseas.
0: Oh, that's very cool. <laughs> and
1: and, and you know, the cool thing about that is, you know, uh, you go up, you play your show, and, you know, there's Todd Rundgren sitting up there, Don Felder's band, guys in the Little River Band, um, the guys from Air Supply, and they're all watching you, and then they're coming up to you and giving you props, and you're like, I had posters of you on my wall as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah.
0: Um, so I would imagine after um, Bohemian Rhapsody came out in theaters, your attendance went through the roof.
1: Oh, it was not. It was it was great. That that was the year that we did 144 shows that almost killed us.
0: So you added uh, dates because of it?
1: Oh yeah, I mean the office just come in and coming in and coming in and coming in, and um, you know we were like, well, we don't know if this is going to continue, so we might as well you know uh, 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 say yes to all of them. Wow. But uh, I think that the biggest effect that the move that the movie had on us, the, other than the attendance. Was like the the age difference now, you know? Because when we first started, our um, our, our demographic was uh, primarily, you know, class rock age, you know, people and you know, people between like you know thirty five and sixty five, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after the movie came out, you know, it's you know, like little kid, like six, seven-year-old little kids with, like, the fake mustaches and the nerd sunglasses. They get going, Dale, you know, when they come to see us at the park. And, you know, they, they love it. In fact, like I said, we just got back from Houston. Uh, we just just in Houston on Saturday. And you would have thought it was, like, a Justin Bieber concert when we walked out on stage. Wow. And just all these like, little kids shrieking.
0: Wow. <laughs> That's cool. So, so, yeah. so word on the street is there's going to be another movie. Um, really, I did not hear that. Yep. So, are you ready for another 140 shows for that?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's probably gonna be another another one. So, yeah, I don't know what it would be. I mean, they they kind of brushed on everything from yeah. Freddie's birth all the way up until his demise. So. Yeah.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: Yep. So um, so I did when I met you at the Palmdale Amphitheater and uh i asked you if you had ever actually met brian may and you told me you did um, yeah yeah how was that
1: it it was awesome i mean you know it was nerve-wracking uh i didn't want to look like an asshole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know and uh I, we'd been standing in line it was it was at a, a book signing in uh, hollywood he had just released. His uh, book called "Bang" it was about you know cosmic dust, oh, yeah. and yep. the, the origin of the Big Bang theory and everything. Yeah, so a book that like goes way over my you know little pea brain. So standing in line, and the guy in front of me had seen us before, and then, and this was only 2008. So I mean, Queen Nation had only been together like four years at the time. I can see Brian turning to his um, his assistant. And, and he was wiped. He was, like, really jet-lagged. He'd flown directly from London to, to L.A. And he looked at his assistant, and he's like, I don't know how much more of this I can do. I'm I'm wiped, man. And I'm like, please, just six more people. Just six more people. And so he gets, the guy in front of me is like, and, and, and I can tell everybody that's like talking to Brian, like, oh man, i saw in Seattle, 1978, and you played this, and his eyes are just like glazing over. Oh, uh, yeah. Just like, oh God, you're shooting me now. So I'm standing in line. I'm like, what do I say to the guy who's been the reason that I play guitar and make music? I'm like, bang, there it is. So I met Brian O'Brien Brian, thank you for being the reason that I play guitar and make music. And he looked at me, he's like, Wow, that was a really nice thing to say. And I go, I've only been waiting 35 years to tell you that. And then so he, he got oh, a chuckle cool. and uh, took a picture and, uh, you know, just had some niceties to chat about. And uh, then we had a, a, a guy in back, and he had to go and get his picture taken with him and, and hopefully say something nice to him. But, yeah, it was, uh, I'll, you know, I'll never forget that as long as I live. Oh, that's cool. Plus, I have pictures of the two of us all over my house. So every room I go into, I have to. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I would. T- I would. <laughs> Have you had any uh, further contact with them ever since, or?
1: No, no. Um, you know they're busy and we're busy and. Uh, you know, <laughs> I will tell you a funny story though. Uh, uh, years ago, they were doing their uh, their residency in in Vegas. You know, with Adam Lambert. It was yeah. probably like like three three years ago, something like that.
0: Yeah, I went there. And...
1: Oh, you did. Oh,
0: I did. Yeah. Oh, how was it? Oh, I, I'm telling you. I, I, okay, um, between you, me, and the fence post, uh-huh. I thought uh, it was a, a fantastic show. But I'm not a Adam Lambert fan. Yeah, I think Gregory could probably pull it off better than he could. Um, you
1: know it. Yeah, and and that's the thing about Adam. Adam's Adam. Right. You know, and and you know, it's like he. Sh- I don't think he should try to. Imitate Freddie Mercury because it's it's not a Queen tribute band, you know. It's exactly. you know two guys in Queen with Adam Lambert, and um, so oh, digging back to what I was saying about the their the residency. So right across the street was the the Hard Rock uh, Cafe, mm-hmm. and we were going to play up there uh, on Freddie's birthday, birthday literally right like you could throw a rock to where Queen was playing, so. There's this whole big, uh, uh, you know, marquee, this digital marquee with our faces on it for like the last, like like for for a week that we're saying, Queen Nation playing for, you know, on uh, September 5th. So I'm sure everybody in Queen and their crew that were staying across the street had a look at that every day and go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the cool thing was, you know, we did like a two set thing and, um a lot of people from the Queen show came across the street and caught our, our second uh, set after the Queen and uh, Adam Lambert show.
0: Oh, very cool! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I actually went on the the 21st because it was my birthday, so I was gifted some tickets. And uh, oh, cool! Oh, it was it was phenomenal. I I saw them many many times, but my one of my favorites was was with uh, Paul Rogers. I saw I him at saw the Hollywood Bowl.
1: You go to the Hollywood Bowl? Yep, I sure did. Yeah. I- I saw that, yep. Yeah. So I was there, and Flash came out, and they did um, the, the, the the guitar harmonies together on I Can't Get Enough Your Love. Yep, yeah. It was great, yeah. But, yeah, but it was... I actually, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I saw Queen and, uh, and Adam Lambert at the Hollywood Bowl as well, too, and I thought it was a great show, you know? It's like, you got to know what you're going into ahead of time. You can't go, oh, you know... And, and, and one of the things that I loved about that show was, I think it was like, Three songs in, Adam Lambert addressed the crowd and said, I know what you're saying. Yeah, he's pretty good, but he's no Freddie. Mm -hmm. Well, duh. There's only one Freddie Mercury, and I'm just lucky enough to be up here, you know, playing these songs with, uh, you know, with Brian and Roger. And I thought that was like a nice way that he kind of endeared himself to the crowd. True.
0: Musically, I mean, he's got a fantastic voice. Oh, yeah. And maybe I'm biased because it's not Freddie, you know, but. I mean, he uh, does what he does, and Freddie did what he did, and there'll never be another. Of
1: course, of course, and you know, obviously Brian and Roger—they they still want to play these songs live, and they love you know playing for people. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people should. Well, the the, the die-hard Queen fans and the the, the naysayers and stuff were the ones are like, oh, they should have just backed it up when Freddie died. But you know, if, if you're a musician, you want to play. Right. You, know, you want to get up there and, and and especially share all these great songs with this whole new generation of uh of Queen lovers.
0: Right. So um I I see that uh, I I actually watched um Uncle Moon Dog. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: with the with the with the New Goldfish. Uh-huh. I thought it was I thought it was good thought it was i thought it was, well, thought it was really really cool um um uh anything more like that coming down the pike or
1: no you, you know it, it's kind of, I, I put up three uncle albums, and you know for your uh, your listeners they should probably know that you know uncle moondogs kind of uh it's a, a cartoon character that i developed He's kind of like Scooby-Doo meets uh, Jimmy Buffett, uh. you know, lives on the beach, drives a dune buggy. His best friend is a, is a goldfish named Timmy. And it's, the music is, even though it's for kids, it's not real baby. It's just not like the Wiggles or, you know, anything like that. It's actually, you know, kind of funny. And um, I've had plenty of parents say, you know, I was driving, to drove my kid to school. And I was listening to the Uncle Moondog album and dropped the kid off and, like well i'd listen to it on the way to work
0: yeah there you go <laughs> well it's really good music i enjoyed it and the, and the you know, birthday was... song or yeah the birthday song
1: yeah, yeah you know it, what had happened was i was in a a, a band called uh ego dog it was kind of like uh during the late 90s early 2000s it was my my original band and uh we did the touring for the uso and we put out three albums and it's kind of like you know scp uh, Soundgarden, Foo Fighters, uh, maybe a little U2 kind of mixed, mixed in there. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, hard rock, you know, with the uh, good melodies and choruses and stuff. And, uh, when the band broke up in, in 2003, I still had this, all this creative energy. I didn't really want to put a band back together and start that from scratch. So, uh, I, you know, was, I would always sing like goofy little songs to my dog. So I was like, well, little kids would probably like that, too. So I came up with the concept of Uncle Moondog, put that album out, and uh, a lot of kids liked it. And so I, I did three of them. But, you know, it's like, if nobody cares, <laughs> you know, then then why kind of pursue something? Plus, I'm so busy with Queen Nation, I, I don't even have time to even think of, like, another musical project.
0: Well, um, I have, uh, I don't know, a few thousand um uh, listeners on the on the uh, Spotify and iTunes, so I want everybody to go out and wa- and watch the videos on YouTube, Uncle Moondog, because it's pretty cool. Um, um, they're
1: a lot of fun, man. <laughs> yeah. And, you know the cool the cool thing was about uh, uh, doing like his music was, you know, when I was in that uh, Ego Dog and trying to write like the next big, you know, hard rock hit or whatever. You kind of like pigeonholed into what you can do musically and and, and lyrically, but with like kids' music. You know, if you want to write a, a, a song about like sticking pennies in your nose, <laughs> or, you know, it's like, or I, I have another song called I Just Stepped in Something Funky, <laughs> and then I got another song called Mosquito on My Burrito. You know, you can just be as silly and as goofy a, as you want. And like the sillier and the goofier, like the, the more kids like it. Yep. You know, there's a song, there's a song off the first album called Stanky Socks, and kids love it because it's, you know, just, philly and about people with stanky socks
0: so so i want all my listeners to go and listen to those too because now, now you really spurred my uh, interest so so other than oh,
1: and, oh wait, wait. Oh, it'll get back to uncle Mundug. Um oh. we, we played a show um you know when how was it it was somewhere in like central california like merced or something like that and some Young lady, I mean, she was probably like 19 or something like that, came up to me. She goes, will you sign my Uncle Moondog CD? Oh, wow. What? Yeah, she goes, I've been listening to this since I was a little kid, and I've always loved it. And when, you know, I kind of did my homework. And uh, she she goes, I always knew that uh, Uncle Moondog was written by a guy named Mike McManus. And when I saw there was a guy in Queen Nation named Mike McManus, I was like, it can't be the same guy. She's like, sure enough. Wow, that is cool. Yeah, that is very cool.
0: Do you have uh, relatives in Connecticut? Because I know a bunch of McManuses in in Connecticut.
1: I do not. I oh, do okay. not. They're all pretty much up in either the the Boston or like uh, New Hampshire oh, area. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um,
0: I won't. I won't keep you too much longer. Um,
1: yeah, my dog's gonna pee.
0: Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, what are your favorite Queen songs to
1: play? Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody is always always a favorite because, you know, when we get to the operatic section, you know, we will play the music and we'll let the audience sing the operatic section just because it's such an, it's like in everybody's DNA now right. that they know it, you know, and they love singing it. And it's sometimes, you know, when you get to the last, you know, for me, everybody's singing like three, four, five different notes and yep. it's just this wall <laughs> of cacophonous awesomeness. <laughs> so just that uh, love playing under pressure because I get to do the David Bowie part yeah and that. Um, yeah, that they're all fun to play. I mean, there really isn't there isn't too many. I mean, even you know, playing another one bites the dust, which is probably the, the I don't say the most boring to play, but or the least challenging right uh, for us to play. You know, you just watch everybody's faces and, like, the people dancing around and singing along. And, you know, just makes you feel happy playing this music again.
0: Yep. Now, okay, so you have your favorite. Which one is your least favorite to play that you're like, oh. Uh,
1: I would probably, probably another bite the dust. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but even still, I mean, it's still, you know... It, 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 it's still a great song and still uh and, and, and that's probably why cuz it's, it's it's like the least challenging right okay
0: uh last question uh sure. fa- favorite queen album uh,
1: night at the opera
0: okay that's what i figured you were going to say cuz your dad,
1: favorite album period
0: yeah yeah it's got yeah, some really good like songs favorite
1: on it time. Time. yeah
0: yep so you guys will be in bakersfield on the 20th um, right. Indio on the twenty first, yeah. Sacramento on the twenty sixth. So you do, you guys yeah. never
1: stop, do you? We never stop. In fact, there's even one that isn't on our website. Uh, the what you said, the the twentieth and the twenty first mm-hmm. uh, in Bakersfield and um, the uh, Fantasy Springs oh, in Indio. Indio. Then the next day, we do a, a private party at the Greek Theater. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It, it's for their. Um, you know, for the, the employees and past employees and their families and everybody, you know, at uh, that, that's been affiliated with the Greek theater. So uh, they asked us if, you know, if we'd want to play like a one-hour set there. So we're like, oh, at the Greek theater? Oh, hell yeah. We'd definitely <laughs> love to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how, how um, other than um, seeing you doing what you do best and all that kind of stuff, how do how do my listeners go out and check out Queen Nation? I mean, do you, you have know, a it's website?
1: Just, yeah, it's just queennation.com. Okay. Uh, we do, uh, Facebook's probably like the best way because we're always posting stuff. You know, where we're at, we'll post some, you know, goofy pictures of, you know, us eating lunch at the, some place in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Or um, We have an Instagram page uh, and uh, both are under a Queen Nation band. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, please, please come on down,
0: I and mean, we—the uh, more, the merrier. Very cool. Well, I, Mike, I I can't thank you enough for coming on and stuff. I really appreciate your time, your talent, and your kindness. And yeah, um,
1: my all my underwear is folded as we speak now. Uh, excellent,
0: excellent. <laughs> I want to um, uh, again thank you and wish you and the band many, many more years of health, wealth, and happiness. Um, and uh, very nice to be safe. Thank you. Yeah, and, and it was a, a a true pleasure for a for a, a big fan. You guys you guys rock.
1: Thank you very much. I so appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you very much, and uh you know, be careful out there, stay safe and um keep rocking.
1: All right. All right, take care, we'll talk to you later. Thank you very much, Mike. All righty, right. bye bye.